Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. We are guys in short sports. Galaxy came back, scored a nice go. team goal. What's Beautiful. a team goal? It comes off of one person's <laughs> foot. We're part sports cast. I don't think Babe Ruth ever hit a home run into a waterfall. Then he never played in a real stadium. Part backyard barbecue. USA! And USA. all LA sports. Dodger Stadium has a tradition also. They've hosted eight World Series. Guys in shorts, bringing you everything you need to know in LA sports. I think we should use Chloe as our barometer. And some of the stuff you probably didn't. <laughs> How do we get there? Guys in shorts, find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Welcome to the inaugural episode of the Guys in Shorts King Show. This year marks the King's 50th season, and we figure what better way to commemorate it than to start a podcast dedicated to all things Los Angeles Kings. All season long, we'll be bringing you everything you need to know about your beloved LA Kings. To do that, we've put together an all-star lineup of Kings superfans, and I am here just to wrangle them in, really. That's that's my job. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> I'm Jeff Wilson, your host, and that is James Whitlock. Hello, everyone. Jordan Heckman. Yeah. And Dennis Wilson. Hello there. Oh, good to see you guys. Good to James, be here. of course, has been on a few episodes of the flagship show, Guys in Shorts. And uh, also, you can find him on several episodes of The Ram Show, because we are fellow Ram season ticket holders. Hey. <laughs> but uh, James, how long you been a Kings fan? All my life. Uh, my dad brought me into it uh, and uh, got to go to some season ticket games. But from the stories, him and my uncle were much better partners to go to games. So I got to go to the few that my uncle couldn't go to. And I uh, always loved it. Like, it's a sport that I've connected to. And uh, the older I get, the more I see why. It's a, It seems to be the gentleman's game and, and really uh, stacked in uh, tradition and heritage. And so I've always loved that. And then people just get knocked out. That's oh, pretty cool. That, <laughs> I dig that. I love, from gentleman's game to people just getting knocked out. It's the only sport in the 55th minute you could punch somebody in the face and in the 60th minute shake their hand. It's pretty awesome. Very true. That's, yeah, That's a good point. It doesn't happen anywhere else. Also, uh, if you haven't heard episode four of the Guys in Shorts program, that's when James Whitlock comes in and gives his sales pitch on why we should all be rooting for the Kings. And it's pretty phenomenal. James is the consummate salesman. It went long. It went long is what it, he's saying. It did, it did go long. <laughs> the show. Yeah. Ah, ah. I thought you were talking about, you know, love couch stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah. Good thing we have to clarify. You guys are going to fit right in in this group. Jordan Heckman. Yes, sir. How you doing, buddy? Fantastic. It's great to finally have you in here. It's great to and be in here. Since uh, this is the first time everyone's having the good fortune to hear your lovely voice. Yes. 
Uh, how about you? You've been a Kings fan for how long? Um, you know, I'm going to be probably the newest person to the group here. Uh, I started following the Kings in 2011. Uh, I might have you beat, but go ahead. <laughs> that's true. Okay. Uh, this week. <laughs> I watched my first game. It was the second game of the playoffs against the Sharks, who unfortunately we lost to. Uh, let's not talk about that. Um, and right. I kind of just fell in love with, you know, people kind of you know, hit, hitting the crap out of each other, really. And then uh, after that, um, I was lucky enough to uh, watch them win the Cup in 2012. And uh, from there on, I, I kind of started to fall in love with the game and learn a little bit more about it. And uh, it's just, I mean, like you said, it's uh, it's really fun to watch. It's good to have you aboard, buddy. Thanks. Good to be here. And Dennis Wilson, also my cousin. That it's is good to have Good to have some blood in here. I agree. By the way, uh, for those of you who listen to the flagship show, Guys in Short Sports Los Angeles, Dennis and Jordan are sitting on the hate couch. Dennis and I actually talked before this, and we said we were going to turn it into the love couch. (laughs) It needs some love. That couch needs some love. So if it's sticky for the guys, it's... Uh, yeah, sorry about that. Ben. I didn't know that kind of love. <laughs> Maybe James and I will leave you guys alone for, <laughs> for a few. Just wait for this periscope on that. <laughs> All right, back on topic. Dennis Wilson, talk to us about your love of the Kings. I remember even as kids, uh, you were a hockey fan. Oh yeah, like, like James, I've uh, I've been a hockey fan my whole life. Uh, remember watching games back when it was form blue and gold, you know, and then uh, Gretzky came to town and my dad wanted to go see Gretzky play and Robitaille was my favorite player, like James as well. Oh, yes. And uh, so I wanted to see Robitaille. I was eight or nine years old and I'll never forget the first time I saw the ice walking into the form and, uh, you know, I kind of stopped in the the hallway there when you can first see the ice and my dad and Uncle Dean actually took me Ah. and uh, my dad just turned around, kneeled down. He's like, isn't this cool? And I was uh, like, ah, and I that's a cool father-son moment for <laughs> yeah. sure. Absolutely hooked ever since. And, uh, you know, there's some years I wasn't able to quite follow them, uh, you know, like I do now. But, uh, yeah, love it. Best sport in the world. Well, these guys definitely know their kings, and that's why we brought them here. And actually, Dennis <laughs> and I have a blood pact <laughs> that we made. So I'm... Years I'm new. Ago. I'm very new on the King's bandwagon. We made this like what, like five or six years ago? I, I mean, at least it's it's long time coming. So me, I have traditionally thought that hockey fans were only Canadian, and so I was not a follower of the Kings. Dennis thought that all football fans were hooligans and rough. Many other bad. Is things. he wrong though? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we made a deal that. When L.A. got a team, he would root for whoever it was. As long as it wasn't the Raiders. As long as it wasn't the Raiders. That was a stipulation. (laughs) There was that one stipulation. As long as it wasn't the Raiders, Dennis would root for whatever team it was, and I would become a Kings fan. So Go Rams. Yeah. How many Rams games you been to? Uh, Zero. Oh, really? Because I'm hosting a Kings podcast, so I'm carrying up my end of the bargain, and clearly... Somebody I know has season tickets and hasn't invited me, but you know. <laughs> there it is. Uh-oh. There it is. I guess we got to make that happen, boys. I thought blood you said is, family. I don't know. Yeah, blood is thicker than water, isn't it? <laughs> Let's get on to what everyone is here for, and that's talking kings. Yes. Let's start off with 
last season and kind of the state of the Kings. Jordan, last season, how'd you feel coming out of that? Um, you know, it was good uh, around midseason where, you know, obviously we, re we were winning a lot of games. Uh, we decided to clinch pretty early for us, and uh, we kind of put it in cruise control after that, I think. And uh, we lost a lot of the games. We lost first place, obviously still made it into the playoffs. Uh, we pulled the Sharks first round, and um, mm. we lost... Uh, let's let's in let's five just games. Not talk about. That. We don't need to relive that, right? Well, see, here's the I thing. I've been though. a Kings fan long, but I know enough to know that we hate the Sharks. That's fair enough. <laughs> um, and then obviously uh, after that, we ran into some cap, um, you know, issues like we have been uh, the last couple of years. Uh, lost um, probably one of the better players on the team with Lucic uh, to a hated rival. That was a painful one, but you know yeah. he's gonna he's gonna follow the money. That's what he's gonna do. You sure, know, as most of these guys do. Yeah, he was a uh, definitely one of the the you know driving forces uh, in the success when we were winning games last year. Off season moves that happened. I mean, was there anything that you liked, disliked? As far as like picking up people, the salary cap issues. You know, we we picked up uh, Teddy Purcell, who is actually a former King. And uh, he's back with the team and actually looking pretty good in the the, the games we've seen so far. But uh, we also uh, got uh, Devin Setaguchi is looking really, really good, uh, making some things happen. So Former good. first rounder. Yeah, former first rounder. Uh, had some I think problems. he got picked up before Kopi, too, in that round. Or in that, yeah, he uh, might have. I don't know. 2005? Yeah, he, he had some problems when played in Europe for a year or so, and he's back. So good to have him. But, you know, that, I feel like... Picking up a, a couple solid players, you know, uh, it's probably better than going out for any superstar type guy. So right now, I'm going to go against the go against crowd and see. I'm not too hurt by losing Lucic. Really, I, I really when he came on, I really expected to see that hard hitting uh, player, and it seemed like he was the gentle giant all season. So I was I was just I felt like angry throughout last season like come on where where's this guy we brought in we paid money or you know we brought in you know just for one season because we were going to go for it and he didn't show up especially a, in the playoffs there was a couple plays where i was like there it is and where to go so <laughs> i i felt like okay you know what we didn't get what we thought we were going to get out of him and we needed to mix it up because something wasn't wasn't going well and when we when we look at what Dean was putting together, and Dean kind of broke the team down, uh, Dean Lombardi, and he was talking to everybody. He went to the staff, he went to the scouts, the trainers, the the managers, coaches, players, and said, "Everything we've learned, we forget. Right? We can't expect that. You know, we just do good in the playoffs. That type of mentality is a defeatist mentality. We're not going to get anywhere with it. So we've got to go in fighting for every game." We got to restructure, and we've got to put together because the same. Just because you come in with the same players the next year doesn't mean you're going to have the same results. Lombardi knows how to put a team together. Like yeah. he's he's a good he's a good GM. He he puts together a great team. And when you see these moves, you don't really understand them, right? You don't understand. We're bringing in Lucic. Okay, let's you know we see what he does. Let's see how he fits into the team because you know uh, like it or not sometimes you could plug a player into some teams and they work no matter what it's it's the player sure with the kings they've got to fit into the kings the way we play so we play a, a heavy defensive game and if they're not there to play that and they they want to you know we don't have a lot of uh goals scored so you know we 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 either get, start building that or we just defend the hell out of our side so um Knowing that, knowing that, I've been really excited going in. So I'm not worried. Oh, and right, two, it's right. two games. It's two Guys, games. That's how it's done. 
In their defense, they're sitting on the hate couch. I know that's, uh, that's you know, it's, you, maybe you, it is setting so, in. I don't know. You, you put us here, you know. So let's talk about this season. Quick is out for. Do we know how long? Not yet. Not yet. Rumors months floating around three to four months. But the reality wow. is, he hasn't. Uh, the doctors and the team have not really come to a decision with what they're going to do with him, whether it's going to require surgery or not, and the recovery that goes along with that. But, I mean, there was reports out, oh, he's day-to-day, seven days tops, and now it's three to four months. So we don't really know, but it's going to be a while. And I've heard I've heard even uh, mid-range about one to two months, so and within the last 24 hours. So it's, yeah. Again, it's one of those things. They haven't officially released anything. And we don't know. It's yeah. y- You know he's out months. And so now what's the injury? Lower body injury. And, and one thing you're going to learn about hockey injuries, it's like it's like talking to Belichick. You don't ever get any information. Yeah. Ever. Until the season's <laughs> over. Then they're like, all right, well, he's he's actually missing a leg. And uh, yeah. he's been skating on a peg for the last 42 games. So, yeah. In hockey, I believe that. Yeah, you don't, you don't ever get any information. It's going to stay lower body injury for as long as he's out, maybe until the end of the gotcha. season. But, gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so how does this affect... The team. Are we still making the playoffs? Is this this is a pretty devastating blow, right? It's a big blow. I think we're still making the playoffs. Absolutely. So I, I don't. I'm not worried that much. Uh, you know, uh, Zadkoff is you know pretty much the guy right now. Uh, he's won a Stanley Cup before, mainly as a backup. But you know, this is his job: is to come in and be the guy when your your main goalie's down. So uh, preseason, he looked a little scary to me, kind of. Uh, Reminded me of Rob Stauber a little bit, flopping around, but uh, he looked really good in the first few games. You know, obviously we lost the against the Flyers. You know, gave up four goals in a period, but uh, I don't put that all on him. The defense kind of broke down in front yeah, of him. Yeah, there were some bad breaks in front of him. It's, yeah. it's definitely not all on him. Yeah, some bad, some bad luck, some defensive breakdowns. Uh, but you know, he, he's he looks solid. I'm not I'm not too worried. And uh, Budai is uh, going to be the backup now. He might even get number one. Who knows? Uh, he was goalie of the year last year in AHL. Yeah, so oh, really? he's he's exciting solid. to watch. He's I, really I solid. went to uh, I got tickets uh, last year for the rain, and he's an exciting goalie. Like uh, he he moves, and and it's going to be interesting to see his transition. And and the one thing about the Kings is they know how to develop goalies. Sure, it's, you see Absolutely. all the goalies that come out. You watch Marty Jones uh, up in San Jose, and he's killing it. Do you, you know? see him overtaken to be number one? Overtaking, not over quick, quick absence. He could. I mean, really, when it when it was um, who was it? Was Jones and was it Bernier that were doing the backup when Quick was out before? Professor. He was uh, he was really going back and forth. Uh, Oh, it's Scrivens. But he was going back and forth. You know, whoever had the hot hand. You know, whoever looked the best in practice, and it worked really well. Won a lot of games without Quick. So. yeah, I don't think there's going to be a definitive number one you sure. know, and then a backup in his absence. So you mentioned the defense kind of broke down. What what's Is defense one of our weaknesses this season? What do we need work on? We've always had a weakness. It's offense. I mean, we don't put up a lot of goals, and we need to be able to, you know, you're not going to win a game with one goal. So uh, Sutter was talking after practice today saying, we've, we've got guys that in two games barely have, they have zero or one shot. And uh, so we got to put shots on on net. Defoley's leading the team right now with eight shots. So in two games, that's that's not a lot of shots it's on not. goal. So 
we've really got to start putting pucks at the net and and start developing, especially our first two lines. Getting Pearson back, I think we all agree, is a huge help. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's going to move the puck faster. We're going to be able to challenge the other team and keep them hustling. And then that's going to allow defense to break them down a little more. So I think uh, I think our defense core is okay. We're, we're pretty good. Uh, but, uh, you know, we did take a hit a couple years ago and haven't recovered yet from defense. So seeing Forbert in there is going to be nice, too. Yeah, it, yeah I agree. He's, you know, pretty much uh, looking like this is going to be his rookie year. And he last game was paired up with Matt Green, who hasn't played hockey in a year because he was injured uh, all last year. So, you know, I think there's a little bit of rust still on Matt Green that needs to be shaken off. And, you know, they're they're learning how to play together. It's it's still so early, you know. One of my things, like last year, about halfway through the season, probably about when we got Luke Shin, I never thought I would miss Matt Green. He's always been just a solid defenseman, but uh, not having him there, yeah, I miss Matt Green a lot. Yeah, so really. I'm looking forward to him getting back to where he needs to be because he is solid. And plus, his body slam uh, the other night was uh, fantastic. <laughs> I'll tell you, Forbert comes from the same class as Toffoli. He's 2010, so uh, he was actually picked before Toffoli. So it's going to be exciting to see him get in there and start to to play Kings hockey. Hopefully, crack some heads. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Not like Pearson did, but <laughs> well, no. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that'll get you a couple games. About yeah. that, did you see that dude that took the skate to the face the oh, other yeah. day? Uh, Clifford got tripped oh, and uh, went at. Ass over elbow, and uh, I forget who it was. He caught someone in the face with a yeah, skate. Right it was, yeah, it was pretty bad. That was, and he didn't even go out for stitches. They just glued him up right there on the bench. That's what I love about hockey, hockey. players. Yeah. That's it. Oh. Base, baseball player would be out for a week or two, oh, at least, <laughs> at least, until plastic surgery so, was done. Yeah, right. So, who is our biggest competition? Who are we worried about the most this year? I still think the Sharks are, you know, in the division. I think Sharks are going to probably take the division this year just because they're, you know, building off a lot of momentum. They're really solid defensively, and uh, they, they're still a fast team. So I think they're going to be the biggest competition. Uh, you know, and then the Ducks always find a way to, you know, make something happen, you know, towards the end of the year. So, I don't know, it'll be interesting. I'm with you. I got to say Sharks. Sharks is tough. Uh, Burns just gets better and better. Uh, it's really Couture's good is just doing really well. So, they're, uh, I mean, they're leading now, and uh, I don't see that changing much. They're, they're a strong team. They've, they've figured their way, and um, they're continuing to build on what they've learned, uh, which is scary. It's scary because yeah. I hate them. <laughs> I think we all do. You hear that, Cliff? I hate them. Jordan, your thoughts? Are uh, you yeah, in agreement with these fools? Yeah, I would have to agree with the Sharks as well, too. I think the Ducks might take a little bit of a fall off here because um, they get their old coach back, Carlisle, um, and about he's just pretty much just riding his – uh, cup back in 2007 and um, the big thing with them was they couldn't finish game sevens and it's very true you look at their last four uh, playoff appearances they lost every single one in game seven at home at home uh-huh. yeah to make it worse <laughs> that's so, yeah that's so great if you're um, not a Ducks fan <laughs> So they're going to have some sort of system change. I, I think it's going to take them a while to get back up to speed um, and then of course you think they'll stop doing the flying V I hope not. Never. <laughs> Got to get that knuckle puck in there, Bombay too. Bombay loves it. <laughs> Let it stand. Uh, and then always the Blackhawks, they always play us tough. Uh, if we're talking outside of the actual division, uh, they always play us tough. Can I ask, does everybody hate Vancouver as much as I do? Yes. Yes, oh. absolutely. Oh, I'm they're doing, they're doing good you. at the start, too. Damn it. I know. I know. I do not like Vancouver. So we got to all go to a Vancouver game and just... The, the, the Canadian, yeah, I like the Canadian diving team. Let's, let's start talking predictions here. 
We're making the playoffs. How many games we win in, Jordan? I'm going 46. Yeah? Somewhere, what did we win last season? I was. It was 48 last 48. season. Okay, yeah. so we're taking a little bit of a drop-off. Yeah, which okay. is fair. You know, losing our, you know, number one goalie and uh, getting some new guys in there. So hopefully, you know, after a slow start, we start to pick it up a little bit. Uh, it's more than we won the year before when we missed the playoffs, which I believe was 40. Okay. Uh, so that should get us right there, I think, in the number three spot. Okay. Um, number two, number three spot in the Pacific Division, which I think we are more than comfortable in because we can, you know, win cups coming from all the way back at, you know, the eighth seed. So um, I think 46 is fair. Uh, one thing that I think is, is in our favor this year, like it was last year, was a three on three overtime. Um, I wrote down a stat here. In 2014 and 15, we were three uh, and 16 in overtime. When it was four and four, just this past season, we were 12 and six. So that obviously got us, you know, an additional 12 points where we wouldn't have got before. And I think that's only going to be in our favor this year as well, too. Nice. Dennis, more, less, right on the money. What do you think? I'm going with 45. Ooh. So it's really close. A little bit lower. Okay. A little bit lower, but I'm right going with 45. Ballpark. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, see, but I like even numbers, so. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> you know, that's, that's your thing. <laughs> James, what are you thinking? I want to see 48. I want to see what we did last oh, there year. There we go. And we started strong, fell off. Had we not had that curse of clinching so early, I think we get more out of our team. But I think we play pretty evenly through, and that's going to play well into my prediction. So 48 is pushing it. 48 was a was a pretty big goal last is year. Is that one of your bold predictions? Because that's no, coming no. up next. No, no. I got bold <laughs> predictions that blow your mind. <laughs> I can't wait. You know what? Let's do it. We're talking bold predictions. This is a staple of guys in shorts. Now, mind you, anything you say is most likely not going to come true because our, <laughs> our record for bold predictions is not very healthy. So hot. <laughs> Mine were good. Mine were good so far. You did have some good ones. That's right. All right. It's the beginning of the season. Obviously, we already know we lost quick for a little while, but give us a bold prediction, Jordan. Something that's going to happen this season that that no one's expecting. I'm going to go with Dowdy wins the Norris Trophy again. Oh, I like that. Back to back. Back to back, especially because he's been shunned for so long, which is BS. How often does that happen, somebody winning back to back? Uh, you know, that's a great question. I think um, there was... Lindstrom. Lindstrom did it. Uh, he did it three years, and then it, there was a break and had another three years. So, so six out of seven. Six out of seven, early 2000s. Holy crap. So, yeah, it's it's, but it's not common at all. It's not common at all. So it's a, that's pretty big. I like it. It's a good bold prediction. Boom. Dennis, give us a bold prediction. I'm going to say Toffoli's going to lead the Kings in goals and points this year. Ah. He's going he's gonna to dethrone Kopitar on that one. Really? Yeah. Kopitar's led, what, like nine out of the last something, 10 seasons or something like that? Yeah. How old is Kopitar now? 28. He's not all that old. James, you got a bold prediction for us? Absolutely. I'm going to piggyback yours, and I'm going to say we're going to have three players with over 30 goals this year. Name them. Toffoli, (laughs) Kopi, and Carter. Like I'd it. love to see right. score yeah. that many goals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's he's going to be on a great line. He's got uh, – now he's got Toffoli with him. Um, if we can get the top line with 60 goals, um, which is where we need to be. We need to be scoring those goals. And that's where Toffoli needs to be. He's needed to be on that top line for a while. Now. Absolutely. And this is where you're going to see him shine. And then Carter is just uh, – he's a phenom. 
Like he gets older and it seems like he's got uh, Benjamin Muttons because he's, he's, he's just getting, he's getting younger the, every year he goes. So, he was pretty I, damn young at the end of that movie. I hope we're not going too far. I love man. Carter this year. I think I think you keep an eye on him because he's going to be hot. Um, he's playing with Pearson. Pearson's fast. Carter skates as fast as his his running mates. So if he's got someone on there, um, I don't think he he had a lot of playing. Uh, um, challenges with King with him, but uh, you know King was filling in on that on that line, and um, he did what he could. But you need someone on that line to challenge at Carter, and he's going to get thirty goals this year. I like it, Jordan. You got another one for us? I do. Ooh, I love it. Bold prediction. Bold prediction. Uh, Jeff is going to learn that icing is something other than a cake topping. Uh, what? More to come on that. Is it, is it even better than a cake topping? Because I love me eh, some icing. It, it's not so good. <laughs> Especially when it's against your team. Actually, I should re-listen to James' episode uh, four because... Icing's in there. You do go all over those rules that... That was one of the things that turned me off for the longest time is all those icing... It's offsides. everybody. It's everybody. It's It seems complex. And then you learn it and you're like, it's so easy. Yeah. Well, to me, even still, it... it a lot of times just looks like jungle ball, you know, like I, I don't see the strategy there, which obviously there is. These guys aren't just out there hitting a puck around. Yeah, but. there's a there's a lot in it. And you'll see there's there's set plays, but they, they have to wing it all the time. I mean, yeah. it's because you got the other team messing up your set plays. And it's uh, once you once you learn it, though, you see it. Yeah. You know, one of the biggest things like that I, I tell people, uh, you know, when they're like, I don't really like hockey. I can't see the puck. Well, it's like you guys watch, you watch basketball, argument. right? Uh, most people watch basketball, you know, especially if they're sports people. I don't, but, you know, uh, <laughs> I asked them, I was like, well, when you watch basketball, do you watch the ball? Well, no, I watch the players. Same thing with hockey. You watch the players, you know where the puck is. Yeah. It's, it's, there, there is strategy, there is set motions, Dang, and that you. That makes too much sense. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> we should have got Jeff in on hockey when Fox was broadcasting that glowing puck. Oh, that was terrible. I was just going to say that. <laughs> Jeff would have loved that. <laughs> with, with like the trail. Was that, that a real thing? Oh, yeah, yeah it they was. Had, so really? they had a transmitter in the puck, and and it would it would create like a streak yeah, across like a, the a ice. Blue, a blue glow wherever it was. Yeah. And if someone hit the puck hard enough, it would leave a red streak across the <laughs> Really? And it was so it. distracting like for hockey. Oh, it was TV. horrible. It was terrible. Yeah. That was but you would probably done. love it. <laughs> Sounds great. I don't know why we're not still doing that. My bold prediction, that's bad. By the end of the season, <laughs> not gonna happen. That is Super Bowl. That's why your bold predictions don't work. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis, you got another one? I do, I do. Uh, and it's gonna be a little bit tougher with Quick Out, but uh, my second bold prediction is that Quick will set a personal record for penalty minutes all against the Shark and the Ducks. Oh, wow! wow. I love it. Yeah. That's it, a great it started bold off, prediction. Started Some more groin really punches, well, hopefully. The, yes, the, the first game. Uh-huh. So yeah, he got he got a penalty in the first game. So we're we're well on our way. Uh, <laughs> I love that one. Perfect. That is a fun one, James. Okay, I'm going out of the box here. Um, Ten wins in November. Ten out of fourteen wins. A little over seventy percent. That's going to be tough. We got a, we got tough. a pretty strong lineup, but um, I say, who I, are they playing in November? Oh, it's a pretty strong lineup. We got the Ducks twice. Um, We've got uh, San Jose in there. Pittsburgh's in there. Uh, Toronto is, is starting to play um, some decent hockey. Chicago's in there. So we've got Edmonton's in there, um, who, you know, a lot of these Canadian teams are starting to restructure and really put out some good games. So we've got a pretty ca- heavy Canadian month. Uh, Chicago, Ugh. San Jose, and Isn't that Pittsburgh every month in of there. Hockey? So that's, uh... It's going to be a strong, 
Strong a, lineup. So that's a bold prediction. Ten wins. Ten wins without yeah. quick. Yeah. That's why it's called a bold prediction, right? We that need it, though. Bold. We need that insurgence of, of wins to really oh, set us be, off. That'd be great. My bold prediction is the Kings make the playoffs. James gets asked back to be a flag spinner. Flag it. And you make head head flag it. Head flag twirler. Head that, flag waver. That might already be the thing. Are you that, already head flag waver? That might be... It's all volunteer work, but I think everybody just says, just watch the old guy over in the corner. Oh. He's, he's the veteran of the group. That's great. Yeah, at 40 years old, I think I'm double the age of most, <laughs> <laughs> most of volunteers out there. And, and uh, yeah, just going at it, I think uh, I'm borderline heart attack right there. Okay, so looking ahead to this week, what do we got coming up? So uh, we got Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. This uh, Tomorrow we got Minnesota. Uh, then Thursday we're going to see uh, Dallas again. Um, we, you know, we just saw him uh, in the preseason and then Vancouver on the weekend. So, uh, what do you guys think about this ge- week's games? I'm going to say two and one this week. I think we beat the wild tomorrow. Um, and I think we probably lose to the stars and, uh, finish out the week with a win. I'm going to go three, and zero. Oh. <laughs> Because damn it, <laughs> damn it, why not? The hate couch that's is, how it's done, guys. I gotta that's build up. How it's done. The hate couch is working. We got yeah, <laughs> we got ten games to win in November, so we cannot stop here. I, I don't know what Ben did to this thing, but it works. <laughs> <laughs> so six three against Dallas last uh, in the preseason, and uh, Dallas is a high scoring team. But I think, I think we kind of figure out our defense tomorrow, and Thursday is going to be just we hold them to two goals. How two about goals. that? Okay. Two goals for Dallas. And hopefully we score three. And we score three. Or more. Three, two. Kings win Dallas Thursday. Boom. Three and out. I like it. Gabrick's out too, right? Gabs, yes. He he's a major hit. I mean, we've we've been without him before and uh He's kind of made a glass, let's be honest. Yeah, that's Oh really? It's something that I think that we're prepared for. Uh I don't think it's that it's I don't think it's gonna be that big of a hit. It it does hurt. He's a great player. But I don't think it's gonna hurt us that much. I agree. We have some young guys that that can get to the the front of the net and make some things happen, and they they just got to get there. And the shots got to just start falling and getting through. Just you got guys like Mersh that can get to the front and you know for the tip in. So just the tip, just the tip in. Yeah, it feels. And that's Daryl Soder's focus this week. Is is we got to put pucks on net. So I think we're going to see our shots on goal double, and uh, and really start to see some action there, which is going to take away from their playing time and. And which is going to help get that two goal prediction for Dallas? Yeah, and that three and zero, three and zero. I like three and it, o, guys. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm going, to, I'm going to break the hate couch curse. I'm going three and zero. Yeah, all right. There he is. Convertible. There he is. <laughs> so I am, love it. am I the bad guy if we go you two are and the one? Bad guy. Yep. Yeah, it's your You're fault. Yeah, absolutely, it's totally your fault. <laughs> all right. I'll tell you what. I'll I'll go with Jordan, so it's even. I'll say two and one. Okay. You guys are 3-0. and oh. Losers have to buy beer next week. I like it. Good enough. Deal. Yeah, I like it. And that. if they go less than that, then, then you guys we're buy all anyway. buying beer. <laughs> <laughs> the same price is right rules. <laughs> $1. I love it. I love it. Well, we got to get out of here. This has been the Guys in Shorts Kings show. So we'll be doing this all season long. Come to us for all your Kings news. The guys are an encyclopedia of Kings knowledge. And we'll share that. With you, the listeners. Thanks for coming in, guys. Can't wait Good. for next week. Yes, Looking sir. forward to it. <laughs> go, Kings, go! Go, Kings, go! Go, Kings, go! For go. James Whitlock, Jordan Beckman, Dennis Wilson, I'm Jeff Wilson, and go, Kings, go! Go, go Kings, go! go.
Go Kings, go! Go Kingdom! <laughs>